Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. You can find more helpful advice at focusonthefamily.com slash parentingpodcast. Following Jesus Christ is much more than a one-time decision to repent of your sin. It's not a one-and-done kind of thing. Uh, God gives you His Spirit and calls you to a lifelong journey with His Son, and it's a radically life-changing decision. I'm John Fuller, along with Danny Huerta, who heads up our parenting department here at Focus. And Danny, um, it's great to encourage our kids to make a decision to follow Jesus, but how do we follow through with the rest of the story, so to speak? It's a big decision. It's a commitment to a relationship, much like we decide to marry someone. We decide to, to participate in a sport. There are many life things that we commit to, and that means we are going to put our life into that. And uh, this is a lifelong discovery of our identity as a child of God. It doesn't stop until we die. We're continually discovering that what it means to be a child of God. And so that means digging into God's Word. It, it means having that conversational time with God through, through prayer. And as parents, we want to model that and help them understand this is a starting point to something that is going to be difficult, yet it's going to be important in your life. Many times we paint it as uh, in the consumer mindset, right? We're going to go in, and then God's going to answer everything, and we're going to be great. Mm -hmm. And this is about a commitment that requires sacrifice almost all the way to death. So you're making a big decision, and that means you really need to understand who this person is that you're committing your life to. And I'm on this journey with you, and I'm still discovering what it means to be a child of God. Show that, and then... Uh, make it a, a, an adventure of discovery of where, where's God working around us and, and having that daily time together as a family as a model that this is important to our home. Yeah, yeah, and um, I so appreciate that perspective. And we're going to hear now from Bible teacher Ray Vanderlaan, who has some great advice for helping your kids apply God's Word to their lives. Ray shared with Focus President Jim Daly and me about how kids can be a light for Christ in school. You know, the the regular high school young person that you're teaching at Holland Christian School or the students around us right now, how do they grasp applying what happened to Daniel or David and put it to their own life? Because it's modern now. It's yeah. not like then. And, of course, not those so, are— Not so dramatic. Those are Bible figures. Those sure. are— And they're saints, you know. They're, right. You know, we tend to think of them as much more religious and faithful. Right, than not the, regular human beings. Exactly. So how would you, how do you encourage students to do that? I mean, I like the idea of knowing the stone God has given you to throw and throw it. Mm-hmm. Don't let anybody talk you out of it. But also, how am I going to be like that Daniel? How am I going to be like that David in my culture today? I think my approach, and I don't have an answer because I don't think it's simple. I think it's different in every person's life about how you learn certain God lessons. But there are two things that I try to do. One is what we've been doing here, which is to look at biblical stories and catch a glimpse and a vision of what God is up to with David throwing a stone and say, what does that have to do with me? Now it's a less of a leap to say, okay, what is my stone? I talked to a few of you guys before and heard a little bit about college majors and things you might be interested in. And I got just a glimpse of maybe what your stone is. I don't know if you know that for sure. And God may change your mind 10 times before you actually mm-hmm. get to the point where you're throwing that stone. He did with me. But once you find it, that metaphor works. So it seems to me, Jim, that the answer to your question is, this group sitting in here this morning are the people God has raised up to head out into life and throw your stone 
that the world may know by watching God's image, at least a glimpse of what God is like. And that's what changes human history. Hmm. It isn't usually changed by what people say. We want to tell people about Jesus. Well, that's a great thing. Tell them. I think God is focused sometimes just as much on let's show them what he's like. So my my approach is to say to students, what would God want to look like in this situation? If we learn to think mm-hmm. of that already, two, three, four, that's why I love focus on the family, because parenting is about helping children not only know what's right and wrong, but helping children begin to practice being what God is like. So I wish I could go back and reparent my daughter sitting out here. (laughs) Don't we all? Yeah, because what I would have stressed much more is to say, what would God want to look like in this situation where your brother is picking on you? What would God want to look like? And it isn't that that's going to change my daughter as much as now it gets a mindset that always asks that question, no matter what I'm going to do. Hmm. And... If you guys can catch that vision already at your age, I would give so much to go back and catch that vision when I was 18. It's not that I was bad. It's just I had I was so much more focused on me and not on the fact that God had called me to be living that the world may know. At the end of life, for whom will you have thrown your stone? If you throw it that the world may know how great you are, that you can be famous, that you can be important, If that's your ultimate reason, someday your grandkids will pick up the broken pieces of your dreams and sell them at a garage sale. It doesn't going to matter. I'm going to last. But if you throw your stone that the world may know, whatever that stone is, we'll sit in heaven and discuss it someday because it's eternal by the grace of God. I so appreciate Ray Vanderlaan and his perspectives, his dedication and devotion to the Word of God and helping uh, high schoolers especially who um, need support and encouragement in their faith to really um, take it into the workplace, to uh, encounter more and more of the world with a spiritual lens and showing the love of Christ. It is hard, though, Danny, uh, even with the best of intentions. uh, Kids can start to drift. How do we encourage our own children uh, and those around them to stay grounded in Christ? You know, self-awareness is really where it begins. And teens, as we know, love to eat. They love food. food. I think my son gets maybe five, six meals a day. Uh, He'll finish a meal and say, well, what's next? They're consuming many other things. And it's a great life lesson for teens to step into. You know, with food, we consume something and it makes us feel something, but it also is doing something in our bodies as we consume it. Whatever you're consuming from your friends, from social media from your surroundings begins to impact your soul. And what does that mean? How is it impacting your soul? As you're going to get ready to consume something, how is that impacting you? When a friend says a certain something to you, uh, either that is mean towards you, you, where you feel rejected, or it's something that is creating a doubt in your faith, have awareness of that. What does that mean? What What do you need to do in response to that? Do you need to put boundaries there or not? And give them ownership of this faith they have. What do they want to believe? What do they want in their life? And the important part is having checkpoints along the way as high schoolers. If you just step back and hope it ends well at the end, it's not going to go well. It's developing mm-hmm. a consistent checkpoint. Maybe it's dinner. 
together once a month or maybe once a week. Maybe it's tea or coffee or it's a walk. But you need to step into those deeper questions and not leave it surface because you're nervous. You may say the wrong thing. You're not cool enough or you're not a friend to your child. This is, there's much more at stake here. And this is about talking about their soul. What's going on inside of you as, as things have come your way this week? What has that done inside of you? And, and how do we uh, begin to adjust to that? And if they have doubts, you step into that confidently and with yeah. prayer and with wisdom and really help them understand that knowledge is not the goal. That's just a building block. Wisdom is the goal. And wisdom is about responding to what's coming at you and seeking God's guidance. Because knowledge many times falters in the middle of an emotional upheaval, and we don't know what to do. And kids have tons of insecurities, and emotions stir up as high schoolers, and then they make the wrong decision. So this is about gaining and learning what it means to have wisdom. Mm -hmm. And that's all in the Proverbs. It's what uh, David sought after. It's what Solomon sought after. Uh, and they, they messed up as well. And it's about building that wisdom so that you can respond to what is coming at you and not let emotions take you for a ride. Emotions really tend to fog our sense of direction, mm -hmm. and you want to create a, a clarity for your children. Yeah. Deuteronomy 6, remember that. And as, mm -hmm. as a family, read that through. Love your God with all your heart, soul, and mind. And then to teach everywhere you go about who God is and everything you're doing. And if you do that as a parent, that will pass on from generation to generation, and your kids will be imperfect. Remember that. Yeah, there's not any guarantee, but these are great things to be doing as you trust God for your child's spiritual development. And if you can light that fire in them to do as Ray was talking about, be a light for the gospel in whatever they do, uh, you might see some great things in the years to come. And John, we have... Bring Your Bible to School Day coming up mm -hmm. uh, here in October, October 1st. That's a chance to stand up and say, I believe in God. And before uh, October 1st, we're going to give a challenge to families to read the Scripture out loud for a whole month in September. And then in August, it's take your Bible wherever you go. And so as a family, if you're going hiking, if you're driving around, take the Bible with you and really show that these are important words that you want to continue to learn about as a family. Mm -hmm. Uh, and show some pictures of where you're taking your Bible. Great idea. Um, we're going to have a link over to Bring Your Bible to School in the episode notes, and uh, we're also going to have uh, details about Ray Vanderlaan's DVD series that the world may know. In fact, we'll send you the latest DVD installment for a gift today uh, to focus on the family of any amount. Make a one-time gift or a monthly pledge, and we'll send our thank you gift, that DVD, to you. And uh, it'll be a great resource for you and the family to go through to really get inspired by. Next time, more from Ray Vanderland about helping your kids uh, be a light and make tough decisions, too. I'm John Fuller, and on behalf of Danny Huerta and the entire team, thanks for listening today to the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. Mm -hmm.